0: In today's world, if you don't have effective employment engagement strategies, you're going to be dead in the water. Here are my top 10 list of effective employment engagement strategies in this episode of the Solutions Oriented Leader podcast. Welcome to the Solutions Oriented Leader podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Rick Goodman and welcome back to another episode of the Solutions Oriented Leader podcast. I was recently working with a major corporation in Scottsdale, Arizona, and we were discussing effective employment engagement strategies. And as I explained to them, a strategy that works in their organization may be great, but may not work in another organization. It's going to be a little bit different. However, there are fundamental characteristics of effective employment engagement strategies. And let's call them my top 10, the top 10 hit list of effective employment engagement strategies. And I'd like to cover them with you today, because if you employ these 10 You're going to be successful whether you're working at a company here in the US and it's a tech company or you're working with a sales company here or you're working in Europe or you're working in South America or Asia. These ingredients will work anywhere in the world. So let me start right out by number one is, you gotta make sure that your team and your people have the right tools for the job. So the first thing I recommend is making sure that they're properly equipped to do their job and to do it well. Make sure you've invested the technologies and other resources your team members need to be highly productive. Employees who feel like they lack the right tools to do their job are never going to be fully engaged, whether it's a computer system, whether it's a phone, whatever it needs to be happening in order for them to do their job. Remember, the goal of a transformational leader is to give their team the tools in order to be successful and reach the overall goal of that leader. Number two, training opportunities. It's so important to provide ongoing, continuous training. If they're not moving forward, they're going to be moving backwards. One of the number one questions I get asked is, how do I retain my best people? And the answer studies indicate is by giving them ongoing training, keeping them involved and engaged in the process, because when they do that, they're able to develop other leaders at the same time that will be successful. Infective employment engagement strategies require you to show your team members that you've invested in them over the long haul, not just that you want them to be good employees now, that you want to see them thrive over the long term. And one of the clearest ways to do that is investing back in your team. Number three, onboarding. I've spoken about this a number of times, and I'm always telling business owners and HR professionals that engagement starts early. Really, it starts when you're interviewing and hiring, articulating your company culture and mission to new recruits. And it definitely carries over into the onboarding process. Make sure that you have an onboarding process that allows new team members to understand the big picture and their place within it. From the get-go, a particular recommendation is to pair each new employee with a mentor or a workplace buddy right from the beginning. I believe it's the fastest way to ramp up your employees. If you're interested in get in touch with us. Ask us about how we could set up a mentoring program your office. Number four, recognition for achievements. Another key element of employee engagement strategies is giving continuous recognition. A little bit of praise. People like to be told when they're doing a good job. And remember, everybody wants three things. They want love, appreciation, respect, like the food they eat, the air they breathe, and the water they drink. So you've got to give them, catch them doing the right thing. Anybody could point out problems. When you start catching Catching people doing the right thing, they're going to start to look for solutions. You want them thinking in solutions. Number five, feedback and constructive. Criticism. Now, I'm not a big fan of the words constructive criticism, so I like to call it positive feedback. As you make an effort to provide employee praise and affirmation, remember to be clear and consistent and forthcoming in the feedback you provide. Even set a forum or a place to give safe feedback. Employees deserve to know if they're not meeting expectations or if there is an area where they could be doing things differently. In fact, feedback is a crucial element of effective employee engagement strategies. It's another important way for you to show team members that you're making an investment in them and that you really care. I like to use a technique called LBs and NTs. And LB stands for like best and NT stands for next time. I know when someone makes a mistake, they're already beating themselves up. Most of the time they know. Most of the time they're self-aware of that mistake. So instead I I like to say, this is what I like best. Next time do this. What did you like best? What will you do different next time? When that employee or team member verbalizes what they would do different next time, they usually own it and they won't make the same mistake over and over. So use those LBs and NTs in your feedback technique. Number six, open lines of communication. I'm constantly talking about the importance of open communication and transparency in the workplace. There are a number of forms this can take, including town hall meetings, suggestion boxes, employee engagement surveys, and beyond. Simply having an open door policy or regular office hours can also work wonders. The important thing is to just keep channels of communication open. In past podcasts, I've talked about the walk around. I like to do the walkabout and go in there and ask each and every individual if there's anything they need, how they're doing, how can I help them. Most of the time they say they're fine. I want to make sure that it's not something that happens once in a while. I want to be consistent. That way they know that there's not something they did wrong, but I'm actually looking to see if they need any help. And believe me, when they do need help, that's when they feel okay enough to come in and ask for it. So keep those open lines of communication. Number seven, numbers and metrics. Do your employees really know how well the company is doing? Do they have a good sense of whether the team is succeeding or faltering? If you really want your team members to feel like they have some ownership in the company, you should be sharing regular updates with them. This doesn't mean you have to share every last metric and analytic, but do be open about the general state of affairs at your business. I've seen businesses crash and burn because some employees felt the business night not be doing well. They might have heard some rumors. Well, those rumors can really hurt a company. So I like to share because sharing is caring. Whether it's doing really well, it's always great to share, or whether we need to do something to improve, it's good to share that too. It brings about self-awareness and it brings about a sense of ownership. Number eight, culture. It's hard to talk about employee engagement strategies without discussing company culture. In this instance, when I say culture, I'm referencing the sense of belonging, a fitting within the big picture. Specifically, I'd encourage you to have a clearly articulated sense of mission or statement of values. Have them posted around the office. Make sure people understand what the mission or vision statement is. Promote culture to your team members and help them see how their role aligns with the broader objectives of the company. As I say to many teams, we hire people into our culture. Not the culture of the country, but the culture of the company or organization. Number nine, opportunities to distress. Workplace stress and burnout are very real problems, and if you let them fester, it could really eat into your employee engagement numbers. I think there is some merit to planning fun activities, parties and group outings to help relieve stress, but there are also plenty of other ways you can mitigate stress in your workplace, such as offering wellness offerings and more flexible hours. Number 10, a sense of balance. Finally, let's talk about work-life balance. It's the number one discussion I get all the time from leaders. How do I balance my work with my life? How do I balance my team with what my personal goals and objectives are? It's been that hot topic for recent years. There are a number of ways you can provide your employees with a greater sense of balance. Remote work options, flexibility to leave a little early to handle family matters. Also make sure you're modeling balance for your employees. There's no reason why you should be sending emails at two in the morning or still sitting in your office come midnight. Those are the things that take a leader completely out of balance. So as you can see, developing effective employee engagement strategies is a big and complicated undertaking. When you think about employee engagement strategies to your company, make sure that you're starting to assess these top 10. So let's go over my top 10 list one more time. Number one, make sure that they have the right tools to do the job. Number two, provide training opportunities. The more you invest in your team, the more your team will grow. Number three, make sure that onboarding starts right there at the beginning with the interview process. Make sure that you understand the mission or vision and pair these people with a buddy or mentor. Set that program up and you'll see things happen. Number four, recognize your people. Recognition for achievements well done is key in order to have a successful engagement plan and strategy. Number five, feedback. Your like, best, and next times. Everybody needs some feedback. Number six, make sure your lines of communication are open and transparent. Number seven, what gets calendared gets done. Make sure everybody understands the metrics and what they mean and how they play a role in those company metrics. Number eight, culture. Make sure that you explain the culture, the vision, and mission statement and walk your talk. Number nine, make sure you give them opportunities to distress and yourself also. And number 10, strive for that sense of balance. That's the ultimate goal. This is Dr. Rick Goodman with another episode of the Solutions Oriented Leader podcast. If you're looking to employ an effective engagement plan in the next year, give us a call. Let us know how we can help you implement that plan today. So until the next time, this is Dr. Rick Goodman saying go out there, employ your engagement plan, and make it happen. To learn more about solutions-oriented leadership, please visit our website at rickgoodman.com. Or feel free to email me at info at rickgoodman.com. And please subscribe to the Solutions Oriented Leader on iTunes or your favorite podcast app to get your weekly episodes automatically.